With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I need you in one of those giant straw hats yes. that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. 
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Hello, friends and listeners. Let's dive in. I cannot believe we are at the end of season two. I know. Episode. Can you believe 23 episodes of season two we have watched together? We are now on season two, episode 23, The Leavers Dance. And should we tell... Well, should we should we tell them now or do we wait? Is no, it tell, a tell them now. How do we do it? Tell them now. Okay, we're going to tell you now. Guys, we're so very excited um, we may have definitely done some of our excitement prior to hitting record, which um, we were reminded by the nice people who produced the show to stop doing that. So I will repeat what I said before, which is that we have been loving watching this season and all of us gals have been so blown away by none other than the iconic Taylor James, played by the phenomenal Lindsay McKeon, who is... My God, so pretty that it hurts to look at her. And I'm saying that because I'm looking at you on Zoom. And I can't believe this is your face. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> we are so happy I mean, to have you here. So fun to be here and to see more and more and more of you guys. <laughs> Lindsay it's and I just so got nice. back from a fan convention in Paris. We had such a fun time. It was great to reconnect and just, I mean, I think it's always so moving. And I know you had this experience too. So with when you get to meet with fans and interact and hear their stories and, um, but it was also really nice behind the scenes to just get to reconnect with Lindsay who yeah. I haven't seen in a while. And so, yeah, when, um, when Hillary had to step out for this episode, I was like, please, please, can we bring Lindsay in please? Cause she's so great. Such a wonderful actress. We have, nothing but gushing things to say about you whenever you uh, are on the screen. So um, it's long overdue. So thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm going to keep you around forever. You're the best hype squad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, Lindsay, why don't you read the synopsis for us? Oh, I'm putting you on the spot. Go girl. On the spot. I need my glasses for this. (laughs) Okay, guys, it's part two of the season two finale. Lucas continues to spy on Dan. Deb comes back from rehab to find out Nathan is moving home, but she has other plans. Mm. Nathan meets a mysterious writer named Ellie. Karen decides to take a leap of love to New Zealand. Brooke leaves for the summer, but not without Lucas professing his love for her with a goodbye kiss. Dan's fate goes up in flames. (laughs) This was a big episode. (laughs) This was a big episode. Before we get into that, I want to know, Lindsay, how much of this show have you actually seen? Why do you keep putting me on the spot? No, there's no wrong answer. (laughs) We've all been saying since we started our podcast, we're all like, we've never seen it because we were working all the time. So we never. Have you seen it? Did you guys watch every episode together? How did that work? No. No. Oh. So we're seeing this for the first time. A lot of these episodes we're seeing for the first time. Okay. Same, same. Okay. Yeah. 
Did you go back and watch your, like when your work came out, when the show came out, do you watch your work or were, are you just sort of like, yeah, I'm sure I saw it, but that was so long ago. Mm. So long ago when we started, what was it? 2003 I entered. That's almost 20 years ago, 2003 or 2005. Gosh, hush, hush your mouth. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I do say so myself, especially as we're all talking about the weird shades of red our hair was dyed and like the Rachel Green layers. I I think we've only gotten hotter. We look better now than we did then. Everybody so hats off to us. the same. Everybody Listen, looks really good. Haley has so <laughs> many layers in her hair. That blowout was just like, it was like the stairs up to the Statue of Liberty. There's just never ending layers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's also so interesting because I, I know I was telling you this a little bit when we first jumped on the Zoom, Lindsay, but for us, it's really wild, you know, looking back at a show that was made in the early aughts, that was a teen show about high school, um, largely centering on these young women, but written mostly by older men. There's stuff that can be a little tricky. Yeah. Um, things that now as, you know, producers and directors and women who are more in control of creative, uh, we see in ways that when we were all babies on our first show and we didn't know what was normal and what wasn't, we didn't really know back then, like in season two. And something that has been so striking to us is that they they brought you in to play Taylor as, you know, a foil to Haley, as as a potential wedge in this relationship. You You had some very, like, stereotypical, like, the vixen who comes to town to cause trouble stuff. And... Every scene that could have felt like a caricature, Mm. you put layers in Taylor that made it clear that this was someone who had suffered, who was acting out of pain, who was really struggling with what the world had told her she was and was she going to believe it or not. You you layered her. like, But it's like, it's wild to watch. Again, because like, you know, we read the scripts and we'd be like, wow, this is wild. But to watch the the nuance that you put in a performance that I think we've seen a lot with no nuance on other shows. I'm trying to be very diplomatic. <laughs> um, but it it it's it's like anyway, I, I I just realized that this is an episode that Taylor's not in, so we can't gush about you to you. So I just want to repeat all the things we've been saying about you when you haven't been in the Zoom room with us. Because we've all just been like really blown away by you and it's you. been so cool. Yeah. You brought as many layers to Taylor as there were in Haley's hair. Well, I think <laughs> you're ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. How did you how did you get the role? Like, do you remember when the audition came? Was, what were you doing no. at the time? Like, give us some backstory. I think the only thing I remember about auditioning was where, like the location it was on the WB lot in one of the trailers. Like that's literally the only thing I remember. Um, And then the idea of like, oh, I booked it, you know? Um, And for me, it was so funny because I was like, read like Sophia Bush is on the show and we went to preschool and kindergarten together. Oh my gosh, that's right. Our history, like- What's the pencil story? Story too. It's very weird that we all like keep ending together. It's so. Oh, 
Isn't there a no, story there- about a pencil? Why is that in my brain? Oh yeah, no. Lindsay and I, like as little kids, fully got in like a playground fight, <laughs> and Sophia <laughs> over like a toy. Well, I- by the way, I find it to be hilarious. I thought I thought it was funny because my mom like recounted the whole thing to me. And I remember being so enamored with you and your mom because your mom was an actor and was doing like huge national commercials. And I was like, wait, the girl I got in a fight with is the same girl whose mom did the, wait, what? And my mom was like, how do you not remember this? I was like, we were four. I don't know. I so don't remember it. My mom didn't remember it. I even went to the school and was like, do you remember this happening? They're like, no, I don't remember that happening. I was like, I thought we were best friends. I didn't remember stabbing her in the face. Oh my God. Well, by the way, I, I genuinely thought it was so funny. And then, you know, we had some very petty, um, shall we say male ADs on our show who like, I don't know, we're weird about it. And I was like, why is everyone else being weird about it? If we're not weird about it, but yeah, the world is very small. And I, I also just find it hilarious that like, I don't know, apparently we got in a fight over a Fisher price toy or something on a playground. Like what? It's so it's so it was, silly, I but a lot of like male, young male guys like hitting me in the head at that school. Someone hit me in the head with like a plastic pitcher. I was like, glushing. oh, it was like fight for your life on that playground. <laughs> Holy <laughs> sh! Yeah. Do you remember? This is Pasadena. No, this is in L.A. Oh, my this gosh. was off of Fairfax. It was a school called First Lutheran, which, by the oh. way, was like run by nuns, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Little Red Schoolhouse. It was, shoot, why am I blanking on the name? Fountain Day. Fountain Day. You're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. That's That's still around. So, yeah. And um, maybe it was like a, that was the denomination. I don't know. I just remember like, I remember my favorite nun at the school was Miss Mary who taught us swim. Do you remember her? And she had like the fun. The name sounds familiar. I do remember doing swim. I remember there was this teacher that like got super angry at me and another guy. guy I really liked like my boyfriend, Bobby at the time. <laughs> oh my God, Bobby. You remember Bobby? <laughs> do, you, do you remember when Bobby taught all of us what the middle finger meant? Cause he had older siblings. No. Oh my God. Bobby was bad. I got, Bobby was a bad kid. I got in so much trouble. I went home and I flipped my mom off and I was like, what does this mean? And my mom was like, and Bobby, <laughs> she was so angry. Bobby was like, if you could like do it, like kind of East Coast Guido in a five-year-old, that was Bobby. hundred <laughs> percent. His um, hair was always slicked back and he was such a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> he had brill cream at home. He's just like ripping he it loved, into his hair. He loved a gel, that child. Anyway, I remember, yeah, for the most part, loving all of our experiences there and just... I remember when your mom would like come to pick you up from school and we'd be like, what'd you do today? Like we all just wanted to know, you know, well, so what Lindsay, cool thing she was filming. When yeah. you saw that Sophia was on the show, was that like, was it like, oh good, I'll get to see Sophia again. Was it like, oh, is it weird? Is it going to be weird? Like, how did you feel? No, I was like, oh cool. We were like besties in preschool. Like this is so yeah. fun. Great. Love it. And, and then, then I heard a story about the pencil from the crew and it was like, Wait, she hates I, me? <laughs> and, and I was like, I think this is funny. Why is everyone searching for drama? Honestly, I think people were so bored. There was nothing to do. Mm. And I think like Ian and Billy just wanted to stir up some sure. shit. 
And I was like, I'm confused as to what's happening here. And then I remember feeling weird because for the for the first many episodes you did, we never had a scene together. So I never even really got to see you. There was like one night we all went to a bar and I was like, I feel as though a wedge is happening and it's not either of our faults. I feel like I was robbed now that you say that. We never got, we didn't really get Taylor and Brooke together. Like what a, what a dynamic yeah. duo that would have been on screen. Those two energies, what a force. <laughs> it's like everything like that we The hurricane been- that would have been. Yes, because they were scared of us together. Because like Nikki and Rachel were such clear villains, but Taylor wasn't. Taylor was like a complicated girl, but you know, she had all that lively energy and she had a little bit of that vixen in her, but she also had this, like, she had this vulnerability. And I think there was a very similar thread with Brooke in that way on different levels, but, um, we could never really get that Brooke partnership of uh, matching energy with Nikki or with Rachel because they were just so bad and that's not who Brooke is. That would have been really fun. Oh man. It would have been really cool. And I think there could have been, like in my head, I see it almost like an old Western duel. Like when two people are like, there's only room for one of us around here. (laughs) And then, but then they could have wound up being like great friends, you know? Yeah. That would have been great. if They robbed us. They did. They did. It would have been fun. We, we've really realized I, I got robbed in season two. I got robbed of a Taylor storyline. I got robbed of making out with hot Uncle, Uncle Cooper, Cooper, which by the way, Lindsay, have you heard this? Michael Truco just dropped the bomb on us that the writers pitched that Uncle Cooper and Brooke Davis were supposed to be a couple. And I was like, I was f-ing robbed. That would have been so fun. This has been a season where I've been thieved from. They should have ponied up. They paid him more on Battlestar. He had this offer Ugh. for two shows. They didn't pony up. But, I know. You know, that'll sure start lucked out. Um, but, but with the connections that you got to build on the show, because you guys worked together on Guiding Light before, right? We didn't, which is crazy. Right. Oh, is that just a rumor? We played the same character. She played it first. You were the baby, right? No, wait, you weren't Michelle. We, you weren't Michelle. You were oh, Mara, Right. Yeah, I was Mara. You so were Mara. you were Brittany Snow's character, I think. Yeah. No, no, that was Susan. Who played Mara? <laughs> oh, I'm there were other girls. There were a couple other girls, but Mara was younger. Laura, Laura something. Bundy. Oh, yeah, Laura Bundy. She's so talented. Have you ever seen her on stage? No. I- oh, my God. I just <sighs> saw her do Sweet Charity in LA a few years. I mean, like, she just, she's so unbelievably talented. Anyway, Laura Bundy, go look her up. Laura Bell Bundy. Okay, wait. yeah. Okay, wait. But how, did you guys ever work together? So, right, so I'm getting back. No, no, we were on the show at different times. I don't know if you came on when I left. I think maybe you came on when I left. Because I left in 90, no, 2000? 99, 2000. Yeah, and I was probably 2001 or something like that. Yeah. Whoa. So we just crisscrossed. I I played a different character. Were you born in New Jersey? Yeah, well, I lived in New Jersey. I was born in Florida, but yeah, I lived in New Jersey for most of my life. I was born in New Jersey. Where? Uh, Summit. Dude, I always find you know Jersey my mom's people. a Teaneck girl. That's why I love your mom so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, I was we're in- all Jersey girls or Jersey adjacent. Yeah, Jersey adjacent. I was in uh, Bergen <laughs> County, so we were, grew up in Waldwick. Hence the fighting on I the schoolyard. Yeah, totally. it fits. It's all, it's fucking Bobby. I just want a t-shirt that says, we blame Bobby. <laughs> so you guys didn't work together on that show, but obviously like knew of each other. 
Do you feel like when you first came to Wilmington, Lens, like, did you guys bond quickly? Did you, did you go on like a walk to create a sister backstory or did it all just happen on set? I don't know if we knew of each other um, when I first got on or if we found that out like during the duration of our time together. Um, Joy was always just so nice and welcoming, honestly, probably the most welcoming person that um, I experienced at the time. I remember though, like we did not sister bond because back then I was complicated like Taylor, like not as crazy as Taylor, but pretty complicated. And I just remember Hillary, you were so, sorry, not Hillary, Bethany. Um, you were so sweet, but I just remember you asking me like one time if I wanted to knit with you. And I was like, <laughs> I, I'm like, you're asking the wrong girl. <laughs> so nice of you, but... <laughs> That is gorgeous. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is yeah, gorgeous. I remember when you came on, you, everybody calls me Joy, by the way. You called me Bethany once sorry, at the, uh, no, it's confusing because we haven't talked to each other in a, in a while. And, you know, I, so I get it. I have other friends who, I have other friends who I talk with kind of frequently that still like call me Bethany. I'm, I'm like, whatever, I'll respond to whatever. Apparently you like that better. So that's fine. <laughs> Old patterns die hard. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. 
Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This is my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Right. I love those old beta tapes. (laughs) So you guys can do this too. join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, They will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I've I'm on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom, and more, Wayfair makes it easy. With fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff, and they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Uh, Yeah, I remember when you came on that... um, I remember being really impressed by how talented you were. And that always, that always kind of wins my heart. I think as an artist, when I am working with someone, um, I am immediately drawn to people that I really feel a, um, a combative is the wrong word. Um, when you're, when you're, ba- you're playing with each other, you're bouncing things off of each other. And it's like, like a banter. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, like a choreographed street fight, you know, in the, in the scene and whatever I threw at you, you threw something back and then I could throw something back at you. And it was fun. And I loved doing that with you. And so, and then there was an immediate respect of, oh, I really respect this person because she's really smart and she's in the moment and she's an artist that I can relate to. Um, Mm. And then I also could sense that you were going through some stuff just in your personal life, which we all go through seasons of that. And, um, and I was too. And I think it was just, it just made me kind of, I don't know, just, I wanted to connect, but I also didn't want it to be, there's also a part of um, when you have to play really, when you do have to play specifically combative characters, you don't always want to become really good friends. Sometimes it's helpful to like not know the person too well so that you can be honestly in the moment without feeling I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I guess it could go either way because I could still do that with my best friends too. But um, I don't know. I feel like I'm babbling now. Someone save me. <laughs> no, you know what's interesting about watching you guys talk about that kind of energy? I've, I, I remembering that year feel exactly the same way. Like we were sort of all treated like we were grownups, mm. but we were all 22 years old and like, trying to figure out our places in the world and everybody had a lot going on behind the scenes. And I remember like, even with kind of how weird some of the energy was with some of those boys on set being like, ah, I don't have the skills to know how to address this or, or, or bring it out or talk about it. I feel weird. I, I feel um, embarrassed. Like there, there was a lot of our youth and our inability to navigate these grown-up situations while everyone was treating us like we were supposed to be grown-ups yeah. that I think made us all just go, ah, like you'd throw something in the middle and be like, do you want to knit? Or like, do you want to go for a walk? No, okay, forget <laughs> I asked. And then we'd like run the other way. <laughs> and we were on an island in North Carolina, like, you know. Yeah, totally. Beautiful and awkward. When, when you say, um, you know, 
you were in a moment of transition, as I think, again, many of us were at that time, and we didn't know how to talk about it. Did that, did that let you kind of put some of your personal um, depth under Taylor? Like, like when you read the script and found out, okay, troubled older sister kicked out of college, big reveal that, you know, she hooked up with Haley's husband, like, oh God, mm. how am I going to ground her? Like, how, how did you begin to approach this person? Because you put a lot in her that wasn't on I, the page. Honestly, and then eventually they wrote for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, back then it wasn't even that complex inside of my brain. I think I was just, it was something natural for me to like play into and then mm. the ability to also like be seen and be vulnerable in that um, mm. is how like you guys got to see Taylor. And then as I came back to it older with more life lessons, more awareness and had the scenes with Lydia and the sisters and got mm. to actually like break down and show why Taylor is the way that she is, you know, and expose mm. that a little bit more. I think that's when I really like thought about it and had awareness about it. Well, that's, that's, so cool. that's the testament to what a good actress you are, that you're just so in the moment that, you know, you just show up and it comes out of you regardless of, you know, whether there's been a lot to work with so far or not, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, God, I wish you were in this episode. That would have been really fun to see. <laughs> see Taylor. I think Deb sort of took over the, the, uh, mischief role in this episode, but I think we have to get to Dan first before we talk about Deb. Mm. Um, I don't know if they're really, well, okay. Yeah. Let's start. Should we start with Dan? Should we start with Dan? Let's start with Dan. Dan. Okay. I had so many, I had so many, I was so confused during this whole episode because I was like, Mm. why is he, why is he doing all this stuff in front of an open window? And why is like, why are people stalking him from like directly outside the window where he can see them in their car? Like, it's just so dumb to me. Um, and I kind of had that. Yeah, like he's not going to see Lucas sitting in a car in the center of the dealership. I know. And then Andy what? told him the deal. Like I own the security company that installed your cameras. And yet Dan still opens up his safe in front of the camera. It just all seemed so choreographed. And I just wasn't buying it. And then we find out it was choreographed. He was building an escape game, uh, escape room for Lucas. For Lucas. And, uh, and he, Lucas failed, of course, because Dan once again outsmarted everyone. Um, but he outsmarted everyone in the dumbest way possible. I know. Like, I just couldn't believe that Deb wouldn't know that she owns the company and she would be t- taking that risk. Like, yeah. why was that a surprise? She's such a smart woman. I, I didn't get it. She should have signed something at one point, right? With her name on it. Maybe she forgot because of all the pills. Oh, maybe. maybe. I mean, because it's been so long. Like Dan got the, as the story goes, Dan got the loan from Deb's parents, I guess right after high school or, you know, when he quit playing ball midway through college to start the business. So, you know, that's at least, what, 18 years ago or something. But this can't be the first time in history somebody's owned a business and someone who was a co-owner or or technically working for them or whatever did shady shit. And then the owner of the business had to, you know, report them. Yeah, it was liable or something. 
I don't know. Why wouldn't she just go to the police and be like, I, this was happening without my knowledge? He would make it look like it was with her. Not. I mean, that's the point is, is <sighs> what it really plays into is this overarching theme of he does the work to entrap people. And I think that's what was so surprising. You know, for our friends at home, the three of us, while we watched this episode today, were just kind of shocked at how overtly um, abusive, abusive and scary it is. Yeah. You know, for yeah. to, to watch a woman, a character like Deb, say we have to get out and then not know that she'll be able to. Um, it, it kind of gave me chills at moments, you know, because especially in more recent years as we've had conversations as a society about why women often can't just leave. Yeah. Um, I was like, my God, we really leaned hard in these episodes into a controlling husband storyline um, in a way that I was like, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't feel like entertainment to me. This feels really dark and scary. It's, it's real. It's very real. And he, we, they've been building up Dan's, uh, I don't know. I, a dastardliness is a is a light, funny word for something that's much darker. But they've been they've been yeah. building up the vileness of his character. Maybe is more yeah. accurate over the last. I mean, you guys didn't see the last episode, but that was the one where Moira uh, Karen goes into the office to yell at him about something, and he before she walks out, he grabs her and like kiss. He forces her to kiss him. Yeah. And uh, and then she, you know, she of course picks up a chair and throws it through the giant glass window. Um, but yeah, there's just been a massive, massive pattern with him, and it's it's alarming mm. that Nathan and Deb are even having a conversation so casually about it. Like, Dad's never going to let us go. I'll find a way yeah. out. But it's not a hushed, dramatic, scary conversation. It's just it's. Converse, like daily, just conversational. It's their That's life. what's so disturbing about it that it's so normal. Yeah. I wonder if they wanted to push further and further into that disturbing energy because they had the plan of setting the dealership on fire at the end of the season. Yeah, they had to make us hate him so much. They had to make everyone hate Dan so much that people would be happy to potentially. You yeah. know, see him injured or die. He's like irredeemable at this point. He's gone through a yeah. heart attack. He like died and came back to life. Basically, he's had so many chances where he's come back and been like, "I'm a new man." And then, nope, nope, mm-hmm. nope, nope. So, nope. yeah, I think he's like he's outrun his uh, his nine lives. And uh, mm. but, I mean, as we know, that it, he doesn't die, but anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he has. 25 lives. Uh, even Whitey hates him, but we couldn't figure out why. <laughs> that was so weird. I was I was so confused as to why Dan said he was going to get Whitey kicked out as the coach because he meddled. I'm like, but what did Whitey do? He showed he up showed to greet up. Deb. And then what, though? Like, he, we didn't see anything. He took her on a walk, and, but we don't know what happened. Did they cut it that out? That was a miss. That was a miss to not know what happened. Yeah. What'd you say? That's the next season, maybe there. But it, but it was just so. Yeah, it probably will be revealed. It must be revealed, unless it was there was a line of something. I mean, what? <laughs> Toy, you just sounded like a radio announcer. It must be revealed. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Come back next week. It must be revealed. 
we're going to see what happened. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty strange. I mean, it was a very exciting scene. Dan and Whitey over the table in each other's faces, like two old cowboys just yelling at each other. But I didn't know what was going on. We were so surprised by the rage. Yeah. And I Hmm. thought Whitey might have been the one who, who in the end was poisoning Dan. I love that trick. The poisoning... Oh, the scotch. Here's a weird- For everything you've done. Everything you've done. This is a really weird piece of trivia, but um, I think I texted you and uh, uh, Hillary about this the other day. So that um, the woman in the like 1700s in Italy who was selling beauty products. The poisoner. She was selling beauty products, but they were actually tinctures and powders and things that uh, looked like a compact for powder, you know, back then, but it was really powder poison for women to poison their husbands. So she, and she had this whole ring of women who were selling, selling the product for her and going out. And so the men thought their wives were just going shopping for beauty products and coming home. But then there was this like massive uh, scattering of dead husbands throughout the Mediterranean region. (laughs) Hey, the abusers got what was coming to them. Yeah, apparently. What a story. I know. So Deb jumped on the train of uh, a, a legacy long existing. What country was this? In Italy. Was Italy. Wow. It was, she was using, um, what was the poison? I have to go, I'll go find it. Um, I can't remember. We'll send you the article. It's fascinating. Oh, that's super interesting. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm for sure it was Deb. I thought for a second, maybe it was Keith too at, at the dealership at the end. But I think it. I think it's Deb. I think it's Deb too, with that black leather. Especially, Only Deb would put black mm-hmm. leather on. Yeah, especially because they gave us the misdirect in the Dan and Whitey fight. Whitey is like, "You're gonna burn." Yeah, you know, they want you to think it's Whitey, but it it's not. It's too obvious. And I think especially um, Barbara has such a beautiful opportunity in this episode, and she plays the scene so well you know, coming home and realizing it's more manipulation on Dan's part. And for her, that line in the sand of Dan told Nathan it was all his fault. Oof. It's yeah. like there's nothing she won't stop at to protect her son. Yeah. And it, and it's really interesting, you know, her talking about being very clear for the first time. She's, um, she's determined in a way we haven't seen before. Yeah, for sure. She feels so a me, little more she's, empowered. She's like the Italian poison lady. She is. She's Italian ready to go. Lady. Yeah, she's following a long company. tradition of <laughs> poisoning wives. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I thought she was beautiful in the episode. I also thought James was so good. He, um, he does this thing sometimes where he really does feel like a 16-year-old boy. He he leaned he into. He was. I mean, <laughs> like two yeah, years from being he? sixteen. Yeah, that's probably why. Um, but he would he would really lean into that, like young boy kind of combination of of anger and hurt, and and he was never ashamed to show that to be vulnerable like that, and you see him feeling like his world is falling apart. He has to move back in with Dan. You know, he finds out Lucas has lied to him. He finds out Haley has sent the annulment papers. It's all, it's all just painful. And, and like early days, Nathan kind of comes out 
Yeah. Where he's got boundaries, he knows how to stand up for himself. He may not have known how to use those boundaries before, but he's growing into his own as a young man. It's it's cool to see. I love that for Nathan. Yeah, and when he's in pain, it makes you sad. You're like, oh no, not more. <laughs> not more for for our guy. <laughs> I'm just asking our producers what the Tennessee Williams quote was uh, because... I, I'm liking the, the quotes that we're having on these episodes. The last one was yeah. the George Bernard Shaw quote that said, there are two great tragedies in life, to lose the desires of one's heart and then to gain them. Uh-huh. Mm. And, uh, and I like this Tennessee Williams quote too, which I'll tell you what that is in a second. But I think it's kind of fun to talk about the concept of, of what these are. Yeah. But in the meantime, Brooke, can we talk about Brooke? I, she had the best dialogue in this episode. You had so much fun. It was fun. so fun. It was I really great. did. Okay, Brooke, was this the first appearance of Hose Over Bros? I don't know. I, fe- I it don't really, know. It really might have been. Uh, or maybe it just hit hard. We, we're going to need the fans to answer that question yeah. for us. Part of, part of me wonders if when Brooke invented the selfie in season one with... <laughs> the Polaroid camera. Um, I'm going to hold on to that really forever. Uh, if, if she said it to Peyton, I don't remember, but it, we all, when we heard, when we heard it went, <gasps> well, Brooke, I mean, she had, okay, first Lucas, then Jake, now Nathan, I guess slutty is in season. Funny. <laughs> and then because I'm leaving tomorrow for the summer, maybe forever. And my best friend is having pseudo innocent foreplay with kind of married guys. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> Which is a kind of a fun tie-in with her walking in on. Oh, when, you didn't watch this last episode. Haley, uh, Brooke, and Lucas came to New York to see Haley, and uh, they walk in, and she's on the couch doing the exact same thing that Peyton and Nathan were doing with Chris, mm-hmm. like getting giggly and and tickly and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one, phantom feelings, like when you lose a leg and try and scratch it. Lucas was my gangrene infected amputated leg. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, I really loved it all. I loved when they gave me the that kind of comedy to work with. It was just always such a blast. Well, what I loved is in the end when Lucas kisses you. That did surprise me. That was a nice. It was a nice surprise. Uh, it was a really good scene, especially after how intensely uncomfortable the dream sequence oh, was. God. Because we all, you guys, we all forgot that that was a dream. And so we're sitting here going, this is ridiculous. What guy wrote, she, what a fantasy. She's in her cheerleading uniform. Like we were so mad. And then we were like, oh yeah, because it's a teenage boy's dream. Got it. Cool. Okay. (laughs) And so it, it made, it made the scene between the two of us, between Brooke and Lucas so sweet because you'd seen this very overtly stereotypical dream and then the hilarious comedy of like the cold shower and they're bickering almost like siblings because they live together at this point. And then the vulnerability in the end was, was surprising. And I thought was so he lovely. Was, he did such a nice job in that scene. I just really, he felt very mm-hmm. real and authentic to me. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I really liked too watching you start the scene in a really happy, funny playful place and then have that immediate switch into something really vulnerable. I always love when actors do that. It's fun to see it because it's like it's happening Mm. in real time. So great. 
Yeah. And it's interesting because it felt like a big payoff. Brooke is growing and learning to be more in touch with her feelings and more responsible with her feelings. And she really is trying to put on a brave face for everyone, thinking that Lucas still has feelings for Peyton. She, she kind of offers that up to Peyton. She, she's really trying to lean into, this is the lesson, and that wasn't good for me, and it really hurts, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grow from it. It's so much effort for a young girl. And then all of her sort of strength, the mask she's been putting on of like, I can handle this. He pierces that when he kisses her in the end. And I was surprised, you know, not remembering the episode at, at the, you know, the reaction to it, how, how much it threw her. I was like, oh, I like this. I like the way we played this. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Yeah. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody yeah. to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Have you guys ever had that happen to you where you're like, it's just the worst timing ever. And someone tells you, drops a, like a feelings bomb on you like that. And you're just like, I, I, I can't, I, what do I do? No, never. <laughs> I yeah, feel like I people would be so intimidated to drop a feelings bomb I on know, you, Lindsay. I know, probably. I'm like, mm, no, I could either like get it out of them or... <laughs> Oh, Lindsay G, you know? Yeah. I don't think that's ever happened to me either. And it's making me think of what a big deal it is for a high school boy Mm. to do something like that. I think I probably have been the one dropping feelings bombs on people. (laughs) Especially my high school career and, you know, with romance. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god, I I definitely went through it once, and I will say like, I don't know, I don't know if it's the the sort of empathetic nature of my relationships with people, but I for sure wound up in a relationship once because someone was like, but I'm in love with you. And I was like, oh my God, this must be it. Like, oh wow, God. I just didn't see it. And then I was like, no, wait. Just because like, you love I'm me into doesn't this mean thing I have to love you. I was like, but I, I don't, yeah. I don't have, it's not my responsibility to help you with this feeling. I, I don't, I don't feel this feeling. Yeah. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. How did I get here? <laughs> it can, that's why they call it love bombing. Cause she it said, can really like, what did you say? Lizzie? Was it Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> on the playground. I was like, why are you doing this to me? I just want to go on the swings. Can't handle the feelings, Bob. <laughs> I can't handle them, Bob. It's all mm. Bobby's fault. Oh my God. There were so many big feelings in this episode. Also, I need to say, especially because of how beautiful that end sequence was. Lavinia by The Veils. Yeah, the soundtrack in this episode. so emotionally. Every song in this episode is so good. Yeah, I want a CD of just a CD. How old am I? I want want a C. I would like a laser disc, please. Could someone make me a mixtape of this soundtrack? (laughs) Just this episode. It's so great. It was so good. I actually found an old tape player the other day, like a, like a cassette deck. Yeah. It was like a thing that's wow. like, you know, that opens up and you put, you slide the tape in and then you close a it Walkman? and then you push play. A Walkman? Yeah. What was it called? No, it's for Wait. recording. It's like got a big speaker. The rectangle with the speaker yeah. on one side. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. That can- reminds me of like the era of risky business. Oh, yeah. I couldn't you know? find any tapes, though. Who keeps tapes around? Do you guys still have any tapes? I don't know. I think I threw away my discs. Yeah. I I went through, like, a real Marie Kondo phase before Marie Kondo was a thing. <laughs> and I just was like, these, these, this, these, like, books of CDs are making me feel stressed. It's the opposite of sparking joy. And I, like, took them all apart and recycled everything. I was like, I got to get out of here. And now I kind of regret it. I'm like, man, I had, like, a pretty wild CD library in high school. And maybe I should have kept it, but probably not. Well, this episode, we had some amazing songs in this episode. What? Where's the list? I want to see. Is that in our... uh, Well, well, Andrew Paul Woodruff did that really emotional cover of Fight for Your Right to Party. It was like a love song on a guitar in the beginning that was so good. And then we went into the Wreckers. Um, we went into that Susie Sa song, Petrified to be Godlike. And then Cracks go. in the Sky. I mean, everything, Audio Slave. It was all just so good and poignant. And I don't know, our our musical supervisors, I think, especially by the end of season two, had gotten our show in such a good place yeah. Known for being a place that broke bands and broke new songs. Yep. And so I feel like suddenly we were entering into this era um, where we really had kind of the pick of the litter in terms of music. And every moment is so good. Yeah. Which not every show gets that. I was like, how did you guys no. get the rights to all of these songs? That was our yeah. thing. It became our thing because, you know, Gossip Girl had 
the glam element. They had this sort of they had the, the younger fashion. the younger crowd Sex in the City version. Like the kids that weren't allowed to watch Sex in the City were allowed to watch Gossip Girl. But you know, and they had that that was kind of their thing. So we got music, which I love. I'm so much happier about that because it's just Loved so it. have so much more substance to it than fashion. Um God forbid a fashion designer listen to this and think that I'm uh bashing fashion because I do love fashion. And there is, I guess, substance in the art of that. But you know what I'm saying yeah. in terms of the music. I loved that we brought that on our show. Um, Me too. Are you musical at all, Lindsay? Mm-mm. Not at all. <laughs> no. I took singing lessons for for a very short while. And I was able to get to the point where I could hear, you know, the, the actual resonance that like was me that came from me one day. And I was like, who's that? That's incredible. Oh, but you didn't follow through with it. You didn't want to keep going. Ugh, I was like, this is going to take so long. It's just not. My- <laughs> I'm just like, I can't, it wasn't my thing. I what, was like, what are your outlets? Like for me singing and musical, you know, for, and for a lot of musicians, that is the outlet. So for someone who's not musical, what do you love to do? So there's like a pole dance, sensual, creative, artistic dance that I do with a group of women that is phenomenal. Awesome. Like, me in the fullness of like my being and my power and my sensuality is like next level. And then you get to like Whoa. have conversations with women while doing that is like, that's where like the most of my joy comes from. Is it a um, class or do you do performances? Where ideally we would like to do performances. Um, during COVID, we lost our studio. And so now mm. women have like formed little smaller intimate groups together. And tomorrow we're going and doing like one of our first workshops at a new kind of Moroccan studio. Wow. But it's our dream to have a studio that also has like, you can have tea and you can have a sauna and you can, you know, like yes, membership type of a thing. And then also to get on stage with it or do, you know, kind of intimate performances. Wow. That's wow. cool. It's, you've got to be really strong for that. Pole dancing is, no, yeah. I've done a few aerial arts classes. I've been starting to get into that. I, I think I've probably done like 10 classes now and I'm, I love it. Uh, it's been hard for me to be consistent because I travel so much, but um, it's it requires so much more strength than you think it does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Body gets used to it. Obviously it's much easier in terms kind of second nature, but yeah. Cause it, ta- how yeah, long did it take before it started to feel really easy? Not easy, um, but you know, like it so long ago and I've gone through so many different iterations of it. Like sometimes, sometimes I don't even do any pole tricks and I'm just like, you know, using the floor for everything. Um, I remember I went through like, I think there were six levels you could get through. Um, and I like learned the tricks and could do cool things, but it hadn't really integrated smoothly into my body and my fluid conversation yet. Um, Mm. I had left and came back. And then I really feel like I figured out who I was through dance and the story, like my being and my body's telling. And then that happens sometimes like nature just kicks in and I'll be upside down on the pole and I'll be like, I don't know how I got here. It's just muscle memory. And that's just what like my erotic creature wanted to do at the time. So you're doing like what Jennifer Lopez did in Hustlers. I mean, kind of, I mean, that was amazing. Wow. She was wow. 
Um, yeah, yeah. But it's also, it's like, it's also tribal. It's also primal. And yeah. like, you know, what we used to do, probably the way women used to move when we were in villages yeah. and we were telling story and song and dance. So it has mm. that element to it as well. Very visceral. Well, and it's interesting too, because so much of women's connection to their bodies has been eviscerated because of patriarchal shame. Like sex, sex is bad. Sensuality is bad. But it's, that's also so often through the male gaze. And yeah. like to get women back into, as you're, the words you're using make me feel so inspired, like, it's primal feminine energy. It's powerful. It's yeah. sensual. It's it's like when you hear people talk about goddess energy, like recognizing the sacred of the feminine is it's so much more elevated and spiritual than many of the ways I think women have been quote allowed. Totally. To and when you watch women in their bodies do this and be embodied in this, you realize mm-hmm. why it was so threatening. Mm-hmm. It's the most miraculous, powerful thing you've ever seen in your entire life. And mm. like, holy shit, no wonder this had to be squelched. You know, it was very yeah. like, whether it just wasn't the time or whatever, it's going to take a really strong masculine to be able to handle yeah. the power of the true feminine. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that for sure. Yeah, that's, that's so, so cool. Interesting. Hopefully we're moving into that. Well, Talking about another badass female, Cheryl Lee made her uh, <gasps> appearance in this episode, and she's got much more to come. Ellie Harp. I mean, wow. I was so excited for Laura Palmer. I mean, I was like totally geeking out as, when she came on the show. I was super excited. But um, yeah, I was super stoked for her to come. Yeah. And, and it was so cool, too, to see... Peyton in this moment where she's having a hard time and trying to keep it all together. And Ellie comes in and, and the way that Cheryl played it, she, she kind of like got under Peyton's mask really quickly and with matched her energy in a similar way that most adults don't. Yeah. And, and you see it like her choices made this kind of maternal connection feel right. Like in the reveal at the end, you go, oh, this makes all the sense in the world. And I just, I thought that was so beautiful. My name's Elizabeth, like your middle name. It like gave me chills. That was nicely done. Oh, I'm so excited. Also, how cool to know the origin story of the jacket. Like Hillary's talked so much, Lindsay, on our show about, you know, she has that jacket from, that's like her favorite memento from One Tree Hill, Ellie's leather jacket. And and I, I forgot, I knew it was hers, but I forgot about the whole Courtney love story and, oh, you know, yeah. her being this rock and roll journalist. And I was like, oh my God, Peyton's jacket's Courtney Love's jacket. Oh. Like it was so, it was so fun. So great. I loved it. Um, guys, yeah. I think we've got like eight minutes or something left with Lindsay. So can no. we do some fan oh questions? Oh, yes. Okay. Let's do it. Where are they? Um, Let's see, from Heather. Is it common on TV shows to have different directors for each episode? If so, why is that? And if not, why did y'all seem to have so many directors? <laughs> That's a good question. I just, I liked this question. Oh, yeah. Like, you guys have so many. Um, yeah, it's common. A di- different director usually does 
different episodes. Yeah. Network, so, it's really common. I think cable, yeah. they tend to have a very much smaller pool. That's true. Well, so, and the reason is it's, it's about the way we shoot. Because when you're shooting a network show, you are filming while the show is airing. And for the folks at home, um, directors don't just come in and start directing on day one. If a show shoots for eight days, um, like ours did, the directors also get eight days of prep, which is when they go on location scouts, they meet with the DPs, they visit every set, they select all the wardrobe for their episode, they're working on the script. So they have eight days of prep, eight days of shooting, and then they have another eight days of post-production when they are editing their episode, you know, cutting the scenes, picking the music. And so it actually takes much longer to direct an episode than just the amount of time that filming takes. And so um, the the person who is directing, let's say, episode 11, is prepping while episode 10 is shooting. And then likewise, it continues. And so there has to be a different director in each episode so that they can rotate through the season and stay on schedule. For, you know, some cable shows like Joy's talking about, if it's like, let's say it's a six-episode miniseries, they have all six episodes written and locked and wardrobe done exactly before they start shooting. And then they'll have one director do that whole project for like three months. Um, But in network TV, they rotate so they can do pre, they can do prep shooting and post in blocks. I also didn't realize you guys were of the era of doing 22, 23 episodes. That was rough. Wow. It was rough. I don't don't think anybody does 22 anymore. No, I don't think so. I don't know. We we survived. (laughs) Barely, barely. Which feels crazy. Oh, this is funny from Olivia. She said, Olivia says, what do you do when you're supposed to shoot all day, but you wake up sick? I I, I clearly had a cold (laughs) in the last episode. You could hear my voice. Did you, do you get sick days? And do they have to cancel shooting or film a different scene if you can't make it? Uh, It depends on how sick you are. You just basically have to take some Sudafed or whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you, the thing is, don't come to work if you are, if you have the flu, I've never seen anybody come to work with the, like a proper flu where you're, oh, you have, you're like growing (laughs) up and. I had like fever. I had all this stuff going on and I was like, you're still, you work, you just work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Well, Yeah. I, the only time I remember us ever changing the schedule in nine years was when one of our coworkers got really sick and was in the hospital for two days. And unless literally they, they expect you to come to work unless you're in the hospital. And I actually on a show years ago, I was working in Chicago. I had meningitis. I spent 36 hours in the emergency room. I was really, really sick. Um, and they literally came and pulled me out of the hospital and took me to work. <laughs> they were like, it doesn't matter. You got stand in the corner. You got to be in the scene. We don't have anything left to shoot that you're not in. Oh and my gosh. That's so much it heat. was, it was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's, it's kind of. That's such a lack of creativity. <sighs> Sorry. It's I a really- lack of creativity, but it's also, you know, the, a show is kind of like, it's a bureaucracy. It's so big. It's hundreds of people doing a job. So there isn't really room to miss one person. It throws the whole machine off. Um, so it can be really complicated, which is- It does get complicated, yeah. There's no understudy. I, <clears throat> yeah, there's no. no understudy. It's not like theater. Yeah. 
I do wonder how um, us getting a little clearer on public health with the pandemic and how actually crazy it is that people used to go to work when they were sick. I wonder how that will affect our industry, if it will, if it'll matter. I don't think it's crazy to go to work when you're sick. I think like it's just part of getting sick is part of being alive. It's just part of life. It is. But if you're like actively contagious, it's so disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Yeah, I don't know. Everybody knows. Like everybody, that's the thing is everyone knows if you show up sick, everyone knows that you're there and you're sick. So they just stay away from you. And, you know, you just don't do your kissing scene or whatever. And, or you just like load up on vitamin C and you're like, I'm in a scene with somebody who's sick today. Hope I don't catch it. Yeah. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. 
Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Well, anyway, we have a wheel. We have a most likely two wheel to spin. Yeah, we don't know the answers on public health, everybody, but we do have a wheel and we're excited to spin it with Lindsay. Okay. Who is most likely to... (laughs) That's funny. Win the worst cook in America? Would this actually be like Taylor or Rachel? (laughs) I just don't see Taylor as the kind of girl who spends a lot of time like nurturing a meal. No. She probably microwaves an egg or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. The best again. Like a little quick dish. I will say, so you don't feel alone in it, Brooke Davis did set a turkey on fire in season seven <laughs> yeah, over Thanksgiving. There, right? <laughs> yeah, no. I love to cook, but no, my alter ego was bad in the kitchen for right. comedy's sake. What about in real life? Who's a terrible cook in real life? I don't actually know. I... I'm impressed with all of us in the kitchen. Who's bad? I used to never cook until the pandemic. And then I really got into it for a while. Oh, really? How'd you start? Did you like download an app or what was it? No, I had a girlfriend who is a chef and she started making a couple dishes around me. And I was like, this is so good. And she's like, it's so easy. So I just started making what she made. And then I started incorporating a whole bunch of different things. And I was like, this is really cool. And I'll just wing it. Yeah, that's That's a hard one to answer with actors because artists are typically creative. You know, I don't know. I would think that extends. Yeah, that kind of extends to the kitchen. I don't know. Has to be, but (laughs) (laughs) say love me. Well, um, it's been fun speculating. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad that you came. Thank you. Uh, Next week we've got episode. One of season three. We're finally out of season two. Hallelujah. Woo. <sighs> okay. That was a rough one. So next one is called Like You Like an Arsonist. I think this is a pretty famous Ooh. episode, actually. I think so. So I'm excited to see what happens. And uh, Lindsay, I really hope that you'll come back and join us for uh, for more, especially episodes that you're in, because I would love I, to talk yes. with you then love to do that, especially with our scenes and stuff too. That would be wonderful. Yes. Yeah. You, you know what you really have to be here for is that the pool scene, the big I, pool. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lots more to come. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, my girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. 
I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, <laughs> calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying <laughs> is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, it's your drama queens. And we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device 
which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. 